I am Sumit Gupta and this is Choosing Leadership, a podcast for high performers with big dreams at work and life. This is a podcast for people who know deep inside that there is more. Have you achieved a great deal of success, but on the inside you still feel empty and like an imposter? Do other people see you as a strong leader and you wonder why it still feels so lonely and suffocating? The aim of this podcast is not to provide you more content, but instead shift the context under which you operate. I dare to speak to the tremendous power which you already have rather than what you believe are your strengths and limitations. This podcast is called Choosing Leadership because that is what leadership is, a choice. And this is the Leadership Journey series. I am interviewing leaders with an interesting story to learn how they got where they are today. We all have a lot to learn from each other's stories of where we started, where we are now and our successes and struggles on the way. With this series of interviews, my attempt is to give leaders an opportunity to share their stories and for all of us to learn from their generous sharing. Prakash Palani is the founder at Basis Cloud Solutions. He is on a mission to migrate SAP workloads to the public cloud in a quicker and more efficient way. In the interview, Prakash opens up about his early childhood filled with struggles and how he had no choice but to succeed. He shares how he created a life for himself through hard work and never giving up and how he started his own company to give back to others like him. We talk about leadership and responsibility and he surprises me by sharing that he feels no pressure as a leader because everyone in his team takes equal responsibility. His leadership style, in his own words, is people come first, everything else follows. Hi Prakash, welcome to the Choosing Leadership Podcast. Thank you Sumit for meeting, inviting me for this uh, session. It's really wonderful. Good to, yeah, see you, meet you. Yes, wonderful. It's good to have you here. And and to begin with, for our listeners, can you share a little bit about yourself, who you are and what do you do? My name is Prakash Palani. People call me, I'm based out of uh, Amsterdam, here in the Netherlands for quite some time. So I'm the founder and CTO of uh, Basis Cloud Solution. We are specialized in SAP on public cloud transformation. That is what we do for living. So this group is created by a passionate SAP engineers. Today, we are not just SAP, but uh, we are expanding our wings into various aspects of cloud. So, so that's what we do. Thank you. Can you share a little bit about your backstory and how you got to be where you are today, being a CTO of a, and founder of a company? Any key events from your life that you would like to highlight? Yeah, the whole uh, reason for this startup is basically that is uh, because of my background. The reason for the startup is basically when I when I was a kid, my father was a rickshaw man. So that's how I had my school days and so on. So I quit schooling in the age of 17, I think, after, right after 12th grade in India. You know, I started working. So that's how the journey started. And I had to go through a lot of struggle to become a software engineer, first of all. Leave about becoming a founder and CTO. But to become a software engineer itself was a big struggle. But somehow I had my own uh, struggles, but uh, a lot of support uh, from other people. Then one day I became a software engineer. Then I didn't want to leave it there. You know, I wanted to extend it. You know, I didn't want to. You know, somebody gave me an opportunity, although I was not having a full-time degree, although I was not coming from the engineering background. Somebody gave me an opportunity. 
So I wanted to create an opportunity for the people who are coming from a similar background, not just not just engineers coming into the IT. If you take a look at our company, you'll see a lot of BSc graduates, become graduates, diploma graduates, and not necessarily from the city, the major cities. They come from various background, basically rural areas. They don't speak English. That's how. That is the whole reason for coming up with an idea of starting things by myself. But now we are doing pretty well. Opportunity to more than fifty, sixty people already mm-hmm. who already become ICP engineers. So I'm very happy and proud about it. Thank you. Yeah, I can see the the pride in in how you are sharing, and also it's very personal for you. Yeah. Can you share a little bit more about those struggles which you just mentioned and how that has shaped your decision making or or your leadership? Yeah. See, when I when I came out of school. The first thing, the first job I was doing was uh, more like I'm sure you would see, you would know, right? If you if you go to marriage halls, uh, you'll see people serving uh, you, mm-hmm. making food. So that was my first uh, job. That's how my career started uh, right after my school. So I used to go to various part of Tamil Nadu marriage halls. I used to work. Then you know, one day, my brother uh, who was into, you know, he was into data entry. He was the first one to get into the computers, but he also had his own struggle. He with this um, schooling uh, right after the 10th grade this is because of the family situation so then he became uh, he learned to typewriting then he became a data entry operator then he got into the computer space then he said prakash what you whatever you are doing that may not help you so why don't you you know join me and get started with uh, something within uh, computers hmm. that's how my life begin with the computers say but then yeah whatever i was earning my family said my brother also said whatever you are earning put it on learning something better in computers then i was earning about i think 800 rupees but i had to give 500 rupees to my computer education so that's how i started learning technologies then i became i wanted to learn more in fox pro then one day i used to go to all the yeah, interviews but i was rejected because i could not speak english and secondly i was not having a, a you know full time degree at that point in time but then i went to a company which is part of murugappa group they were there very big they were looking for a trainee in fox pro but the trainee doesn't need to be a full time graduate and so on but generally they don't take such people whoever comes uh, into that company they they typically come from nit for example all my peers whoever was uh, in the floor they were all coming from nit background but my boss um, you know whose name is binoda anandja he is uh, still in my contact so he came in contact and said basically i was there for the interview he was a bihari guy i am a tamil guy i cannot speak hindi as well i was not really good in english as well so he was not knowing tamil so i didn't have any other choice but to speak at least try to speak but he did really listen well on the interview he was not really looking at my background from where i'm coming from what is my father doing what, what kind of education he was looking for primarily for you know this guy does he have the attitude that is what he was looking for then he said prakash then uh, i'll give you an offer to become a trainee so that's how my software life really you know hmm. started until then i was more like a data entry operator then i started my career in it then i became a foxtro programmer from then on no looking back then i became i was before starting the startup i was heading in cognizance technology consulting practice across europe so you know this is the story this so 
Yeah. And and what did you learn about yourself through those period of struggles and also said right that you were working along with people coming from very different very good colleges and then what did you discover or learn about yourself? The only one thing I this is something how do you call it whatever I had the passion of giving it back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have that passion to give it back you will fight hard you will do whatever that is needed right so you i did not have a choice i had to fight hard because my peers were not uh, coming from a similar background so i had to uh, in some places i was also rejected within the company as well within the company not even allowed to get into the sap center so to say they used to have sap centers uh, i was not even allowed uh, to get in there but i had to fight back i was fighting back somehow you know i managed it to sap and then for you there is nothing that comes without the effort and the commitment so once you once this is what you wanted to do that's how i also tell my guys so my team that's how i go and tell them if you think that if you do this you will become this do that whatever it takes whatever mm. time whatever effort that it needs uh, whatever commitment that it needs if you really think you can really become like this person or if you can really become do this role or if you can really become a you know for example really became a CEO of PCS for example right you think uh, you can do that and for that if you have to go through the steps of uh, process do that religiously ensure uh, your effort sure that will happen yeah and behind that commitment and behind that that period when you were getting rejected what gave you strength or what gave you that comfort to continue to go from one failure or one rejection to another rejection that is why i said you know see the this i didn't want to give up so you have to be there mm. i wanted to do this so there is no way looking back mm. if, if i have to look back uh, then i i don't think somebody will give me an opportunity at that age similar opportunity will i ever get it again one more time that will not happen yeah i'm talking about the year uh, 2000 right so there is no looking back you can, i didn't have a choice at all if you have a choice then probably you look maybe this is not good uh, you know pretty people are pushing you back if you have not uh, had choice then if you had a choice then you would have mm. come out but i did not have choice but it's not just everybody was pushing me back there are also good people around me who are supporting there are a lot of people around me who are supporting i can name them i'm still in contact with them so himash along sri arun alagappan he is he was the tgm of hr at that time he was the one signed my you know training letter so mm. there were number of people who were there uh, you know to support me even when i said that they actually gave me an appointment to become a permanent employee in the year 2003 right after that within 2 3 months time i went back to them and said i want to go to calcutta because i'm getting a better opportunity because if this is good for you we are happy for you <laughs> so so that's the kind of people also who were there yeah and you said earlier that right, you try to give it back to your employees to the people you work with can you share a little bit more about how does that reflect in your policies in in your leadership with your employees yeah we have employee first uh, policy um, so we have a belief that you know if you take care of your employees then they will take care of your customer mm-hmm. believe it or not our first customer is still our customer right so that that is possible only because of there are passionate people who wants to really keep our pcs flag flying high at the customer mm-hmm. side if they have to do it i have to ensure our guys and girls are taken care of that's the policy in our case it's so people ask me what is your leadership style 
my leadership style is basically people comes first everything you know else uh, follows that's how i see it yeah and uh, so now you are in the netherlands you are in amsterdam can you share a little bit more about what brought you here and then how do you how did you adjust uh, or how did you adapt it to not just working here but also starting your company uh yeah how did i come here it is again basically an onset opportunity from i was working for wipro at the time i came here for the first time in 2009 when that's when i landed came uh, for wipro working for uh, customers here that's how it all started but i had uh, a dream of uh, starting my own thing not not very recently it's been there since i started to become for example when i was earning more my brother was not earning uh, as much as i was and that's how you know this idea of uh, giving it back to people that's how it started i wanted to help my brother when i said uh, if you have to help your brother if i go to the largest large companies and tell them my brother is here he i can i can i get a job for him i am sure i will not be able to get it that's when i said let's start our own thing it's not only for my brother so you can also do it for all the other brothers and sisters who are coming from similar background so that's how it started so when i came here in 2009 this fire was already there i i wanted to do it for at, at some point i was waiting for the right moment uh, i wanted to gain as much as experience getting the confidence of talking to people meeting uh, customers and so on so that i started building it when when i went to my previous uh, boss sundar i told him i want to resign in i think in the year 2010 11 itself i told him i want to go out i want to do something on my own then he mm-hmm. said prakash you are not ready you can do but believe me you are not ready for that so get some more experience when i said okay let me step out of this company and do go to some other company and play a role which will give me the that confidence then that's how i got into cognizant then i was building up even with cognizant i came back to netherlands Hmm. I went back then wanted to you know resign and so on then I resigned then cognizant I was there within a year I had an opportunity to come back to Netherlands then so that's a confidence of being in the Netherlands how did I get that kind of confidence so it was over a period hmm. happened in one day it, it was like over a period I had to adjust to the culture I had to adjust to the people around me but then in 2018 I said uh, this is it this is the time if you don't do it now you will not do it so let's uh, step out and uh, go to the front that's how it all started yeah yeah that's that's wonderful uh, what you shared about confidence and i think what uh, most people uh, wait for confidence and what uh, you're describing is that through repeated actions you build confidence confidence is an outcome it's, it's not a requirement yeah can you can you share about some of the challenges that you face uh, these days on a, on a regular basis <laughs> challenges when i started to come in front and started uh, doing this startup right so challenge was there big challenge was there in front of me uh, i had to make it uh, happen i had hmm. to make it happen i told my wife basically give me two years time let me give it a shot i'm sure this will happen but if it doesn't happen i'll come back if it happens then we'll continue so that two years time was very difficult to make sure mm-hmm. i am in the game right so the one important thing that we did is <clears throat> we developed our own solution within basis cloud solutions we did not portray ourselves as in you know, a another service provider that's how people see right if you are a service there are hundreds of companies there in india if you go to acp consulting hundreds of companies are there right 
I didn't want to become yet another just a service provider. People have to believe you. If they have to believe you, show it in action. So that's how we built our own solution. That's called the Symphony. Mm-hmm. It's being used by large companies. All of them are billion-dollar companies. They are all using our solution. So we had to to overcome the challenge of being a new kid in the block. Mm-hmm. Right? To to overcome that challenge. So what we said, let's build our own solution. That solution speak for our should speak for ourselves. That is the decision we made. How do we overcome that challenge of people knew me? People knew me at least here in the Netherlands in the in the ACP basis space. So people knew me as a as one of the specialists in this in whatever I was doing because I was very familiar in uh, the technology that I was doing because I used to write blogs. I used to have my own web page where I was sharing my you know experience and so on. But Prakash alone cannot win this game. If I'm going as a company. i need to be sure that it's not just me there is a big group of people who are working there who also has similar knowledge who who can build such a solution so today if we go to any presentation or any customer meeting moment we show our solution then they get to know what kind of expertise we are bringing in so that mm-hmm. is how you know that is the challenge for any startup you will have that challenge right it's not only for me anybody who is coming in to similar consulting space so they would have a similar challenge some people might get support from uh, you know their peers or friends and so on and some people may may do something else to overcome that challenge but we did it carefully with um, the solution but that is really making it making things better because uh, we are today 140 people we are getting closer to 150 50 people last year we were not that much around this time we were close to 30 to 40 people that was our range but in hmm. the last one year uh, the kind of growth that we have seen is uh, tremendous because our solution started to come in front our solution started to you know add value to customers now we are growing at uh, top speed yeah thank you for sharing that and congratulations for this growth uh, in the last one year Yeah, and you spoke about the the first two years, right, of struggle. Is that where you were working on this solution, or is that where you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we were uh, releasing our uh, first version in two thousand nineteen. That's when we okay. released our first version. Okay. Two thousand nineteen. So for that okay. period, uh, so last one, first two years, uh, I was working almost. Uh, people asked me, you know, do you sleep? I was working probably out other than sleeping time. I go to sleep properly three. three things i do carefully one is to eat sleep and do some exercises these are the three things i do everything else is work that's what i was doing for the first two years then hmm. yeah once our product started to shine once we have people now i'm feeling much comfortable you know i'm able to spend time here i'm able to spend time with my kids i'm, I'm able to spend time with my friends all the time i'm able to do the first two years was not uh, that the case i was working through the weekend uh, through through the throughout the day so on. thank you yeah yeah and given this journey this is this is quite unique and not everybody has this kind of journey is there something which people misunderstand about you when you when you start talking to them when they get to know you they don't really they don't really they misunderstand culturally it is different right culturally if you go and tell somebody that i'm coming from such a background they may not be i mean here they may not be able to really get that right because mm-hmm. uh, only from you know people coming from india they will know being a son of a rickshaw man uh, you know to become a cto or ceo of company which which takes care of 140 people so that journey is not something people here not everybody understands it but there are a lot of people even we have a partner here they came to our partnership only because uh, 
we take care of people only because of our background only because we do here hmm. it's a core dutch company cmac they are like 50 years old company but they are they have really value what we are doing for the people hmm. because they are people driven company so when when i spoke to them and when i shared the story after you know we started to get to know each other after this sour solution then only only they asked how did you come up with the idea then when i started sharing this story then they were able to appreciate the i did not see any you know negative comments or and so on but people really understand yeah yeah and you and you spoke about your early child childhood so how how does your parents see your success or what impact does it make in their life <laughs> they are very proud because it's only complaint is i am although i'm successful i'm away from home so that's the only complaint they are very proud they are very happy to see the growth because our first office when we started we had it in our my own house where my parents were living mm-hmm. we had it in the first floor we had a small room four or five people can sit at the max so that's how we started because today we are having an office of 5000 square feet in the in the in one of the prime area so they are able to see the growth they were a bit worried because i was in a good job was getting handsome salary my title was also very nice so they were a bit worried when i said i wanted to quit then but one thing i made sure is to care of all of them ensure my move does not affect them and enough so when i say enough i i really didn't want to go get more and more money in my bank account i said this is good we can take care of you even if things go south they will be able to take care of things i made it uh, made sure then i jumped into that then that gave them comfort for me mm. they were very proud proud to see son doing this and most importantly when we are when we have stories of various other people uh, who are coming from a background i can tell you some people are in their village they don't even have somebody with a laptop so to say yeah right so that that kind of people we have we have people for example he was running a pawn shop today is a software engineer who's really doing a fantastic job for us so when they hear this kind of stories that we are really doing what we wanted to do it's not just we start a company and you deviate from your purpose but we are very strong in our purpose we have also ensured that purpose is has been transitioned into the people because i alone cannot do this my next level alone cannot do this unless this purpose goes into the roots of people you know that the mm-hmm. uh, us trainees uh, that we have they should also understand it because the next batch will be trained by them at some point they need to take care of i cannot go there and take care of everybody there yeah. that is how when you have it uh, then it that also happens when that happens when they see that this is really work yeah thank you for sharing that and i think that uh, shows because even in this small 20 30 minutes you have spoken multiple times about that you can't do it alone and you are basically <laughs> sharing the responsibility and with a lot of leaders i i speak to on a daily basis it there is still this sense of burden of how do i fix like how do i fix or how do i change people but what you, i am hearing from you is that you are really involving people not just in work but also in the purpose in the decision making and at every level so that can is you, very important yeah Can you can you share a bit about the future now given what you shared right where are you headed with this growth where are you headed what is the purpose what difference are you going to make in the world so the purpose is going to be the same we are not going to change it purpose uh, is going to remain the same we will go as much as possible we will expand uh, this into multiple cities you know now we are uh, centralized uh, in chennai and 
within Salem, within Tamil Nadu. Right? Now we started getting uh, trainees from uh, Andhra Pradesh. Right, so we are expanding our wings. So the aim is to start only within Tamil Nadu now, but go out and then do the same to the other uh, states. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that is uh, the uh, that is our aim. That is how uh, I am looking when it comes to the future. Yeah. And and as you move towards that, how do you manage the pressure or the overwhelm of being a leader or being having this responsibility of so many? That's uh, again the similar thing, right? My responsibility it's not only on my shoulder. Mm. So here the culture, like when I say people first culture, we also don't go there and uh, do micromanagement. We don't uh, you know go and ask, have you done this? Have you done that? It is more for my second level leader or third level leader or the next level. We don't do that. That is the culture we have built within the company so far. I am hoping mm-hmm. that uh, we will be able to do that even if we become 1000 people. But so far it worked. When we were 10 it worked, when we are 100 it worked, when we are 150 it worked. As long as we are able to transition it to the next level people. So for me if I if uh, there is I mean it's a real life story. 2 weeks before we had uh, one RFP that was coming in, into us saying we need to deliver it overnight. So we had basically 4 or 5 days of time to deliver it uh-huh. and we did deliver within four or five days time my contribution was uh, probably 30 minutes of review that's a, one of the very complex rfp it had they had to come out to come out with the what is the cost how what is the solution and they were able to deliver it and the customer came back and said this is one of the not even one of the best this is the best proposal that we have received uh-huh. and we have got that customer we started out it happened very quickly. We we are already yeah we already got them as our customer. So for me, it's not a I don't see any pressure on me because it is not only on me. It is on everybody's shoulder. Thank you. Yeah, I think what you're highlighting is that uh, you're not the only leader. Everybody yeah. in your company is a leader. <laughs> That's how you will see if you come into our uh, status meetings. You will see. The person who joined six months ago will be presenting the status of their project. Although there are leaders within that group, uh, within the mm. project, who takes care of uh, things. But, uh, this person, this girl or this boy will come in front and then share, this is the status of my project. So that is how, if your ground is not taking care of your customers, so at, at the end they are doing things. We are only you know, seeing, okay, this happens fine. But yeah. if they don't do well, for sure, this will go for past. When they present it by themselves, mm-hmm. they know, okay, so I need to, I'm presenting it. This is my project and I need to. And they also, like I said, this purpose is clearly shared with them. Mm-hmm. Every time I say this customer is important for us, more than that, because of this customer, there are 10 or 15 people who have got opportunities. If you lose this customer, you lose 10 or 15 people. So please ensure that we don't screw up and we don't miss the opportunity of giving an opportunity to somebody like this many people. So take care of that. Remaining part, leave it to me. That's all I say. Yeah. Take care of your day-to-day things, how we are growing, what we are doing, those things, leave it to me. With my experience, I'll be able to take care of it. But on the ground, you take care of things. Yeah, thank you. I think what you're sharing is, uh, it might sound simple, but it I know it's not trivial because what you have done is you have involved people in your mission, in your purpose. You have created that together with them and then you have given them responsibility, but at the same time, you are always there to support them. Yeah. So it's, it's very important. So you're, it's, uh, you're not micromanaging, but you're not completely taking your hands off Maybe. as well. Yes. Yeah. 
Wonderful. So standing in here right now, 2022, what are you most grateful for? Whatever I have today, right? <laughs> so I'm grateful for anything and everything that I've got today. And in our Tamil, we say, everything goes to God. So <laughs> that's how I, I would also say it. So. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, sharing that part of you. Yeah. And is there any advice you would give to somebody who has a, like a big mission or a purpose, but they are stuck in making progress? They're not able to achieve the level of uh, success. It's basically the time. You need to pers- you need to pursue it. You need to continue to try it with uh, your whole heart uh, and soul with, uh, towards the purpose. It will happen, but you need to be prepared for that to happen. If you're not prepared for that to happen, then it can, the things can go on the negative side. I always told my guys, the time will heal things. This will pass on. We will move on. Right? There will be failures. There will be financial struggles. There will be team struggles. There will be customers moving out uh, for some reason. So all that will happen. You may not even get your first customers. Almost when I started, um, almost for a year or 16 18 months, we did not have a new customer coming in. But the team believed in this. I believed in this. And my next level people believed in this. We were persistently trying hard in whatever shape or form we could do. Then the time came. First customer came in, second customer came in, third customer came in. So now we are in a better shape. That's what I would say. When challenges will be there, nothing will be easy. Do your thing wholeheartedly. As long as you, from your personal front, right, if you really believe you are giving 100% to what you're doing, then the time will really give you the result. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's uh, so timely and there's so much wisdom there. The first thing is identifying what is it that you really want to create, that you care about, and then giving it time. I think not to be focused or distracted by the short-term lack of success and then to to believe in yourself and to continue in that journey as a whole i think that's such a wonderful advice for anybody who is listening and they want to find out more about you or about the work what is the best way to reach out to you i'm reachable in linkedin so that's the best way Uh, that's how we also got in connect linkedin is a good uh, way to get connected with me if uh, somebody is interested uh, to know especially from starting something new they want to get some suggestions and so on they can always reach out to me thank you thank you prakash for for this interview thank you for sharing your thoughts and your story and i'm sure everybody who will listen to this will be left inspired and having more courage than when they started listening thank you thank you sumit uh, for having me here this story is something it's not something new really but i did uh, give uh, such a session to one of during two years ago i gave a session to engineering graduates in india so that's when, for the first time, I told uh, the story. Even my team got to know about me only mm. that time. That day only they got to know me. Until then, they know the purpose, but I they didn't know why I wanted to do this. That is the day they got to know about uh, this one. As long as it can help inspire people, I don't mind telling telling them the story. Sure. I see the humility even now in, in the way you're describing. But yeah, exactly. Our stories make us who we are. So thank you for opening up and sharing that. Yeah. Thank you, Samit. It was really great talking to you. I, I wish all the best for your podcast. You've been doing a nice job in bringing thoughts from a lot of the leaders globally. 
and i wish you the best thank you thank you prakash that's it for this episode of choosing leadership with sumit gupta i choose leadership every time i record this podcast and i invite you to do the same i invite you to design a life of joy meaning pride and satisfaction not just for yourself but also for those around you this is what i do most naturally to lovingly and gently provoke you to help you see your own light to help you see what you are already capable of i say what might be uncomfortable for me to say or for you to hear to show you that all our dreams which have been on hold are within our grasp if you like the sound of it do not forget to leave a rating i invite you to subscribe to my newsletter at deployyourself.com/newsletter you can also reach out on linkedin twitter and facebook to share any other comment or feedback i want to thank everyone who contributed to making this show a reality and thank you for listening always remember that you are enough you are loved and you matter this is sumit until next time keep choosing leadership